This morning I want to uh, take a quick look at a very brief subject on what I'm going to call the, the paradox of self-value. Uh, there's a lot in contemporary society and in the world of self-creation, self-examination, and uh, kind of the psychologized world of uh, self-affirmation that mostly gr tries, it grows out of a reaction to a misunderstanding of religious life in which people believe that their negative self-concept comes through um, the imposition of norms and values that make individuals feel, quote-unquote, feel guilty in the face of the expectations or uh, value systems in their religions. And so there's, as part of the general contemporary uh, modernism and, and reaction to established religions, there emerges a fairly vast uh, industry of, of self positive self-affirmation type stuff. Uh, people talk about me time and take care of yourself first and the like. All right, um, there's certainly an enormous uh, uh, truth to the fact that we cannot function well if we are uh, debilitated by constant self-negation. Uh, and uh, little, little contributes as fully to that as feelings of guilt. Uh, feelings of unworthiness are different than feelings of guilt, uh, but they're often collapsed together. And um, uh, those should not be our, uh, those should not be our condition. Uh, conscientious people, of course, think that it's probably better to not do things that make you feel guilty. That's the way to not feel guilty rather than devise various techniques to uh, keep, keep creating stuff that impinges upon our conscience or self-confidence and then find creative ways to imagine that we can keep those feelings at bay. But that's a different, altogether different question. Um, the important thing in the, in the end of the day or in the long run is that uh, uh, regarding self is, is two things. One is, that, one is that we get to know ourselves well. And the second is that we develop a way of life by whichever technique or means or way uh, in which we can exist primarily or essentially or predominantly with a, a positive self-image. So, um, so, so here I wanted to offer a few thoughts on what I call the paradox of self-value. And the reason why I call it a paradox is because of something I read this morning. One of my teachers uh, is a, a very warrior-type person, a victory-type person, an accomplishment-type person that uh, the world is full of obstacles both outside of us and from within and our uh, our path and direction and the quality and orientation of his teaching 
is ways to uh, uh, conquer or be victorious over or prevail over anything that ultimately obstructs the success of our pursuit of our accomplishments and purposes. So this is a, a friend who's a spiritual uh, a teacher, I should say, whose spiritual orientation is warrior-like, a very famous uh, part of what this uh, f uh, teacher introduces is this uh, triptych of, what was it, quantity, quality, and speed. Regardless of what we're doing, what we're producing, the way to uh, the, what we should be dedicated to is quality, quantity, and speed of production. And this is a way for us to rise above competitors, not just competitors for their own sake, but rather competitors who have agendas and purposes and uh, programs that are harmful to human beings, harmful to the public welfare of uh, our brothers and sisters in the world. So, for example, if I produce beautiful, uplifting music whose lyrics and melodies allow the hearers to have a noble aspiration, that nobility arises within themselves. And then there's a large part of the music industry that produces uh, content that is actually extremely harmful to people, especially impressionable young people. So the lyrics and the melodies invite them to have uh, all kinds of disparate ways that are out of control, self-harmful, uh, drive them into a series of relationships that leave them e kind of emotionally wrecked and uh, incapable of love or uh, drugs or violence and things like that. So if, if you're producing music for the sake of improving the lives of your hearers, especially young people, then this particular teacher of mine um, is very big on quality, quantity, and speed. In other words, your work needs to prevail, needs to succeed, needs to become better or greater. So uh, as I was reading from, uh, from this person this morning, I was very surprised to find something that was quite contrary to what I typically expect when... Uh, when I get into some of his writings. And here, here's, he writes a paragraph, which I'll read now. Everyone has his or her own personality. That's true. You must acknowledge and like the personalities of others. You have to learn through them. We need to discover the value of life through others' personalities. We have to seek the value of life, uh, that's repeated. We need to discover the value of life through others' personalities. We have to seek the value of life through others' personalities. If you know another person's personality well, you can start to evaluate your own existence in their terms. Then you will start to feel your value through that person. This tiny little collection of thoughts was so so uh, impressive and kind of uh, inspiring to me. It generated a, a flood of thoughts in my mind. Uh, I love the beauty of, of its systematic progression. 
I love the beauty of its kind of ironic or enchanted segues of thought and its conclusion that ends up with this ever highly pursued reality of my value or, or, or valuing myself, a, a popular uh, pursuit of contemporary times. So it starts with to be entirely, uh, it, it starts with a, a simple observation and a, a divine observation. Everyone has his or her own personality. That is the radical distinction, radical uniqueness of each and every single solitary human being. So right then and there with a single sentence, the whole impulse of people to categorize, box up, make demographics out of people which contribute to religious parochialism, racism, classism, that you, that you put whole people in boxes. So uh, this, this observation, everyone has his or her own personality, that means you can never make an assumption about someone based on any externals of their, of their appearance or their affiliations. This is very important. And, and, then, and then the fine follow immediately after is you must acknowledge and like the personalities of others. It's a great admonition that because not everybody's personality is something we tend to like. And here you have it. The, the, the admonition in this particular piece of teaching is that we should like other people's personalities. Now, in typical religious terms, it would be some sort of some sort of like uh, must or should or high-minded thing or sacrificial thing that uh, you should love or you should care or they all people are equal and you care as some sort of kind of commanding oneself to do some high-minded thing. But in this particular passage, what we find is that, that this is the beginning of the path to this, long, this ultimately sought-after thing of valuing myself. If you like their personalities, we start to take enough interest in their personalities that and only in this way is it possible to know people well. Now, what, in this particular case, the, the, the thought or the progression of thought is that, that but only by, once we know somebody's personality well, if you know it well enough, and this is, this is a beautiful uh, uh, concept of relationship, if you know it well enough, for the, you have the freedom or possibility or almost magic to evaluate your own existence on their terms. And, and at last you have, you have a gauge for yourself that is not dominated by self-interest, it's not dominated by making excuses, it's not dominated by some rigid religious structures thou shalt, thou shalt and I'm evaluating myself against all kinds of impossible aspirations but rather through just beginning to simply like someone like their personalities this person is quirky this person is loud this person is this person is uh, always dominating the conversation whatever it is these are personalities and with the recommendation that we like their personalities then with enough investment in really liking someone, we can start to, uh, we can start to, if you know their personality well enough, we can start to evaluate my own existence in their terms. This, it, it's giving yourself 
it's giving yourself an objectified place from which to look at yourself, from which to assess yourself, that isn't bound by this unforgiving sets of rules, but rather a relational matter. And, and you can see, maybe if it's a loud person whose personality you get to like, you can see that your value, if you're quiet, your value is a help. They say, oh, uh, this loud person, I'm always loud, my friends are all loud, we're always yelling and screaming, we're having a lot of fun. But I like having Frank around. He's a quiet guy. There's something about him. You can begin to start to, if, if you have enough reference points from, from being as sufficiently deeply in the personality of others, you can start to evaluate your own existence in their terms. It's like a world of objective standpoints in which to see myself. And in this way, I can start to feel my value through that person. It's, it's, it's a kind of, it's a magical, paradoxical circle of embrace that starts with my embrace of them and ends up with ultimately the capacity to begin to see my value in dozens of ways, in hundreds of facets, and, and then to add and build and and come to really value myself in ways that I never would have been capable of had I not taken that first step of liking the personalities of others and then seeking to know them well. And the only way you can really know something well is to truly appreciate it. So, so here I have a friend who, or a teacher who's always talking about winning and fighting and dying, and etc. And suddenly I find this gentle, relational, kind of magical path to this uh, mo most, the, one of the best things I could get is to, to learn my own value. There's nothing, there's nothing that contributes more in a more healthy, full, and complete and empowering way than, no, than having a good understanding of my own value far more than little tricks of not being guilty for the crimes I commit. So uh, those were my thoughts. I was very happy to come across this paragraph, which as a surprise to me today. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, I'll be back with us soon. Thank you.